Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Philip Katafimo with Believe in Angels on the Believe Podcast Network, Los Angeles' number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in L.A. and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? Welcome back, everybody. We are back. It is the next week. I am joined once again by my new co-host, Jim Eisenacher, formerly of Palm Springs, or excuse me, formerly of ESPN Palm Springs. Jim, welcome back to the program. Hey, it's uh, always good to be on the air with you, Phil. It's just like old times. Yes, it is. Very much like old times. Um, and speaking of... It's like old... riding a bicycle, only I know how to do this one. Yes. Uh, you don't know how to ride a bicycle? Uh, let's just get into sports, Phil. All right. We will get into sports then. <laughs> so as previously mentioned last week... We will be discussing all of the major awards, or at least not all of them, what I'm going to be calling the big four in each league. We'll have we'll talk about our Rookie of the Year, Cy Young, AL MVP, and NL MVP, and Manager of the Year for both leagues. We're going to start with the NL because the Angels play in the AL, and it's much more fun to do uh, the AL second. So, Jim, who do you have winning the NL Rookie of the Year? Uh, for the National League Rookie of the Year, there's, there's a kid I really like, and he pitches for the Padres. It's Mackenzie Gore. He is currently uh, Major League Baseball's number fourth overall prospect ranking. Uh, he was the number three pick back in 2017. He's had some uh, issues, injury issues in the past. Not really injury issues, blister problems, which you're going to get. But, you know, uh, he was the MLB Pipeline Pitcher of the Year and posted a 1.69 ERA with a .83 whip, 135 strikeouts over 101 innings. That's between uh, Class A and uh, AA. I-, I think he's going to make the majors this year, and if he does, I think he's going to end up taking over and be the true ace that the Padres haven't had since... Jake Peavy? Oh, God. Jake Peavy is the only name that comes yeah. to mind. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I've also got Mackenzie Gore as my Rookie of the Year choice. Uh, like you mentioned, Jim, Pipeline Pitcher of the Year in 2018. He had a 1.02 ERA with the Lake Elsinore Storm last season. The guy has been itching and scratching to get up into the majors. Fernando Tatis Jr. has already given his approval of Mackenzie Gore early on in spring. I love Mackenzie Gore. He's a big lefty. He's got nasty stuff. I agree him along with Joey Lucchesi and Chris Paddock. That three is going to be a an interesting core of pitchers to pay attention to going forward. Uh, Mackenzie Gore's got a lot of talent. Joe, uh, Joey Lucchesi's got a lot of talent, and as well as Chris Paddock. And I think the three of them are really going to start to revitalize the San Diego Padres. We're almost getting back into the Padres like in the early to mid-2000s when they had Trevor Hoffman and Jake Peavy, uh, and they were really good. And I think we're going to get to that point again with the San Diego Padres. Of course, the Dodgers are still the favorite of that division, but the Padres, and we'll get to that later, the Padres are are, are really, really good. And Mackenzie Gore is one of the reasons why they, they're going to be interesting to watch going forward. They've got a great young core of players, and I, I couldn't agree more. I, I love Mackenzie Gore. I think he's a Rookie of the Year choice for the NL. My backup, I guess, would be Nico uh, Horner, who's the second baseman for the Chicago Cubs. I think he's going to get a lot of tutelage from uh, Jason Kipnis, who has already said before that he knows that he is there to just sort of bridge the gap between um, between Nico uh, Horner getting uh, – from him coming up in his first season to him becoming the full starter. Kipnis is there to help with that. And I like Nico Horner. I think he's a definite, obvious candidate for the NL uh, Rookie of the Year as well. But I think we both agree Mackenzie Gore is the man. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be fun because this is one of those pitches that I've watched from – the high school level 
and just work his way up. And, and um, I guess it's going to be more common now that I'm older, but uh, it's really one of the first players that I've, you know, followed the entire career. Yeah, and, and works. I mean, we're both excited about what what's to come with Mackenzie Gore. Uh, like I said, he's got a great young pitcher who's got a lot of potential. Moving on now to the NL Cy Young, Jim. Who do you have winning that award? Uh, I got uh, Walker Bueller because solely because if you look at that lineup around him, they're going to put runs on the board. He can actually afford to make mistakes. When you have a lineup that is essentially a murderer's row, which is what the Dodgers have that takes a lot of pressure off of you to go out there and perform. Walker Buehler is already a stud. We've seen him perform at a high level. I think this is the year he takes the jump and kind of steps out of that Clayton Kershaw shadow, so to speak. Uh, I agree. I like Walker Buehler. My choice is actually Mike Soroka of the Atlanta Braves. 13-4 and last year. He was an all-star. He was sixth in Cy Young voting last year. The guy is an absolute monster. I believe, if memory serves me right, he was hurt down the stretch for the Atlanta Braves. But if this guy comes back with a full, strong season, I honestly think that Mike Soroka can win 15-plus games. That is how good he is. He's got a great lineup. The additions now of Marcelo Suna is just going to make this Braves team even scarier. You've got him. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. is still there. Ozzy Albies is still there. Freddie Freeman is still there. The Atlanta Braves this season are going to be probably the Washington Nationals of last year, where a lot of people were like, meh, they're really good, but we're not sure how good they can be. I think Atlanta is really going to surprise some people next season, or excuse me, this season, or at the very least next season. Uh, I like Mike Soroka. He's a good young pitcher. Um, I I can't say much more. I think he is going to be our NL Cy Young. All right, Jim, how about NL Manager of the Year? Who do you got? Uh, I'm going to change things up, and I'm going to go with Brian Schnitker for the Braves. Braves broke out last season under him. It's going to be – I can't really even think of a team in that division that are going to rival them. Maybe – no, I really can't think of anybody in, in, in there. I think with the Braves – Ronald Acuna Jr. is going to lead everything, and I think moving him back to the leadoff spot is going to be great. Not to mention, the only thing they really have to to worry about is Josh Donaldson leaving, and I don't really think that's going to be too hard of a spot to feel. So, yeah, that's who I'm going to go with. Oh, and uh, by the way, Mm -hmm. really the only other guy who has won this for Atlanta is some guy named Bobby Cox, maybe you've heard of him. Yeah, I, he sounds familiar. I'm not entirely sure, but the name the name is definitely uh, it sounds familiar. But uh, my it's my choice, somewhere. yeah, something like that. Uh, my choice is okay. I got two. I'm kind of hedging my bets here. I've got David Bell of the Cincinnati Reds. I think the Reds made some significant offseason moves this year to kind of put them back into possibly contention talk. Um, necessary, not necessarily does the manager of the year win the World Series, but they do make the playoffs. And personally, I think the Reds might win the NL Central, um, and I think it's going to be led by David Bell. My other backup option, which is actually the option I'm a little more confident on, is Joe Girardi of the Philadelphia Phillies. Having not managed last season, and I believe the season before, maybe it was just last season, but coming in with this Philadelphia Phillies team, they needed somebody to really rally these guys around and point them in a direction that is going to allow them to win. They've got a very, very talented team. You add Zach Wheeler along with Aaron Nola. You add uh, DJ Gregor- Didi Gregoriets along with JT Realmuto and Bryce Harper. They've got a talented team. 
They've got they're a team that has a small window to win the World Series or make the playoffs. And I think in the next five years they may accomplish that. I, I genuinely believe that. I'm not the biggest Joe Girardi fan. I'm not a huge Yankees guy, obviously, um, and I'm not a huge fan of Joe Girardi. But I will will 100% acknowledge that he is a fantastic manager, and I think putting him in Philadelphia will kind of calm down some of those egos and allow the Phillies to really kind of break out uh, in their division. I don't think they're going to win the division, but I think they're going to be good enough. And again, we'll get to those a little later, but I think that they're good enough to make the playoffs, and I think it's going to be led by Joe Girardi. They're going to have a huge sort of 360 uh, season this year. So moving on now to the AL, Jim, who do you have as the Rookie of the Year for the American League? Oh, this this one I think is pretty easy for me, and that's going to be Jesus Lizardo. Uh, Luzari, Luzardio. I can't pronounce his name, Phil. Pitcher I, for the I, A's. I, I can't do it. I have hard enough time pronouncing my own. Same here, Jim. Yeah, so uh, Jesus Lizardo uh, out there in uh, Oakland for the Athletics. Uh, he actually would have been up last season, but, you know, had a little shoulder issue that popped up. He's going to be fully back, He's and – He's had some relief appearances, but this is a guy who is a front-of-the-line starter. He's going to be there for the long term, and he is easily going to be in the 2020 rotation uh, rotation coming in opening day. I just think that with everything, if there's one organization that I trust with young pitchers more than any of them due to their track record and due to what those pitchers have gone on to do, whether it's still under the banner of that organization or elsewhere – it's the Oakland Athletics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Oakland Athletics do have a pretty good history of, of putting together some really, really good pitchers. I mean, you go back to the mid-2000s where they had Barry Zito, Mark Mulder. Uh, they also had um, – uh, I'm missing – Gio the, Gonzalez. Yeah, Gio Gonzalez. I'm missing somebody in that big three. There was Mark Mulder, Barry Zito. Oh, uh, well, Dan Heron as well. Um, not Dan Heron. Uh, yep. Rich Harden is who I was thinking of. Rich Harden Rich as Harden, well. Dan Heron, all of them were there, man. I mean, yeah. it's – it is an organization. Uh, Billy Bean is just a special kind of cat, man, because he can pluck these guys. They've got a great farm system over the past 20 years that can just produce these pitchers on the regular. I mean, look at you can even go back to a guy who is not that good now, but Trevor Cahill looked like he was damn near a Cy Young uh, finalist with them. Right. Yeah, it, I don't know what it is about uh, Oakland, but I agree that they definitely do very, very well with their starting pitching and a few of their bullpen pieces as well. Rich Hill came from uh, Oakland. Blake Trinan, who's now with the Dodgers, is another athletic, former athletic. Uh, yeah, it, it, I, I agree. I, I think Oakland... And it doesn't it doesn't hurt that half their games played at, at the Oakland Coliseum or whatever they're calling it these days have foul lines that pretty much extend all the way down here to me. Yeah. in Southern California. Yeah, it's it's a definite pitcher-friendly park, and it, it it is a good reason why a lot of these young Oakland Athletics pitchers do so well is because they're pitching in such a pitcher-friendly park, and it gives you a lot of confidence. So I agree. But my pick is actually Joe Adele. Uh, this is the only homer pick I have. Obviously, this is Believe in Angels, and it would have been kind of obvious to pick all, you know, Mike Trout for MVP or whatever. But um, my homer pick is Joe Adele. I think Joe Adele is a very special player. He's going to come up early. Uh, we're not going to have to wait until the All-Star break. I think about a month in, Joe Adele is going to get called up. He's going to plug in right into right field, uh, and he's going to be a superstar. Pair him along with Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon. This is a really, really good Angels team, and adding Joe Adele, a once-in-a-lifetime talent, along with another once-in-a-lifetime talent of Mike Trout, is going to make the Angels very, very dangerous, especially in the outfield and up at the plate. I love Joe Adele. I think right now, in my opinion, 
He is the front runner for the AL Rookie of the Year and possibly MVP down the line, maybe in about two to three. How about Cy Young, Jim? Uh, for the AL Cy Young, I got Blake Snell down there with Tampa. I think this is the year he finally returns to form. There's really, there's really no overthinking this. He's a pitcher that, put it in fantasy perspective, he's a pitcher that when you start him, you know you're going to get at least 20 points out of. If he gets rocked, it's very few and far between. Except for last year, it wasn't that good, but I think that the team around him is overall better. And a lot like with my Walker Bueller argument, when you have a better team around you, you're just going to perform better. Uh, I've got another Ray, um, somebody who, in the words of Blake Snell, used to be a slapdick prospect, and Tyler Glass now, who was acquired in the Chris Archer trade about three years ago. Uh, Tyler Glass now is my pick. Um, six and one last year with Tampa Bay and under two ERA in 2019. The kid is young. He's got great stuff. I'm pretty sure Pittsburgh is kicking themselves for getting rid of them because Chris Archer right now is really not panning out in Pittsburgh and he's thriving for as cheap as they gave him away. For oh, I know. And, and, and they gave up a prime talent in Tyler Glass now because, like I said, he is pitching well with Tampa Bay, has really settled in with that role. You pair him alongside with Blake Snell, like you said. You've got a great one-two punch, and then you've got Charlie Morton in there and a few other really good young pitchers. The Tampa Bay Rays are a dangerous young team, and I'm excited to see what they'll do this season. And Tyler Glass now is one of the reasons why they are so exciting. And I think that this is the year another Ray wins the Cy Young, but it's not Blake Snell. How about manager of the year for the AL, Jim? Oh, I, I, this is going to be my lone homer pick here, and it's going to be Joe Madden because he has to try. I mean, it's, it's kind of ironic that we're going from the Rays. He has a track record of taking the Rays to the playoffs. He has a track record of moving and winning a the longest World Series drought in recorded history with the Cubs. This guy wins wherever he goes. He's taking over a team here with the Angels that have struggled and woefully, woefully underperformed the past, oh, we'll call it five or six seasons now. Last time they went to the playoffs was, uh, what was that, 2014? It, it hurts to even think about all he has to do is even crack a wild card berth, and it's seen as a massive improvement over what they had. Yeah. And and Joe Madden, I expect to him to do nothing more than to bring out the absolute best in all these players. The dude reminds me, he is essentially the Pete Carroll of Major League Baseball in the fact that he is an older, uh, uh, wise statesman, mm-hmm. But he appeals with the kids. The guy is is absolutely crazy, and he's going to throw out the Tommy Two Tone lineup, which is all I really care about. I want to see eight six seven five three zero nine, and I want to see the Angels go out there and win. And when you just have a manager that is so, would free spirited be the best word to describe Joe Madden? The dude is just yeah. a, a different cat, man. He is pretty zen. He reminds me a lot of uh, like a Phil Jackson, a guy who just has a plethora of knowledge and knows how to implement guys and put them in the right spot. Like you mentioned, Jim, took the race to the World Series, won a World Series with the Chicago Cubs, something nobody ever thought would ever happen. I think his addition to the Los Angeles Angels will significantly improve this team. I really, really like Joe Madden, but I'm going to say this. I think Kevin Cash from the Tampa Bay Rays are going to shock everybody, and I think he is going to win the AL uh, Manager of the Year now. There are two different sides to this coin. Obviously, Joe Madden coming in with the Los Angeles Angels, a team that has not made the playoffs in a very, very long time. He comes in as a new manager. Then you've got Kevin Cash on the other side. The Rays won 96 games last year. They made it to the playoffs. They're not looking – they're really – an only improvement from what they did last season would be to win the division 
and possibly make a good run at the World Series. I don't think they'll win the division, but I think in a very highly contested AL East, the Yankees and the Rays are going to be battling it out all season long to see who takes that 1-2 spot. I think the Rays will win over 100 games this season. They will make significant improvements, and I think it's led by Kevin Cash. I guess my second choice would be Aaron Boone. The Yankees are prime for a World Series run. The addition of Garrett Cole really, really helps them a lot. The loss of Dellen Batances, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, the loss of Didi Gregoriat, same thing, but they've got a lot of really, really good talent. And I think Aaron Boone surprised me in being actually a very coherent and very good manager. And I think his tenure with the Yankees here has, has started out really well and will continue to improve from there. But I like Kevin Cash just a little bit more. How about AL MVP, Jim? AL MVP, until until somebody shows me otherwise, it's Mike Trout. Okay. I, 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 you cannot name a player that's more important to an entire sport than Mike Trout. He's, he is always going to be my MVP. Even if he doesn't win it, he's the MVP. Yeah, I mean, I, I know the obvious choice would be Mike Trout. I mean, the guy has been doing it the right way for, well, ever, since he got called up in 2012. Uh, the man is a monster. He continues to tear up the league. I love Mike Trout. He's my favorite baseball player currently. Um, but I'm going to say this. I think Aaron Judge is going to win the AL MVP this year. Again, not a Yankee guy, but I'm feeling confident that Aaron Judge, coming off of the fumes of the 2017 uh, World Series and AL MVP voting awards when, when he lost to Altuve, I think Aaron Judge comes back this season and cranks out 40-plus home runs like he did in 2017. He returns to form. The guy is hot, and he is fuming for a World Series appearance and win. I like Aaron Judge a lot. He's a great player. Uh, He seems like a genuine person. I've obviously never met him, but what he does at the plate is spectacular. He's a power hitter. You put him alongside with Giancarlo Stanton. The Yankees are a scary team right now, and Aaron Judge is the reason why. And Aaron Judge is a guy who can crank off 50 home runs in a season and not even think about it. I genuinely think we're seeing the next version of Barry Bonds with Aaron Judge, uh, just somebody who can field a little bit more and isn't taking steroids. Uh, So I like Aaron Judge to win AL MVP, in my opinion. So there are predictions. Yeah, I was was waiting for you to ask what the – what the follow up? If if I wasn't going to go with the Angels, uh, Judge would absolutely be be my pick. Right? No, no. And and my follow my follow up would be Mike Trout. So basically, we're flipped. I just I, I didn't really want to put a whole bunch of Angels on here because I felt like it'd be kind of silly. And I genuinely do feel like Aaron Judge this season, with everything that happened in 2017, could genuinely make a really good push at AL MVP this season. So. Hey man, we're just we're just running the gambit and covering the entire spectrum, and that's the coverage you get from us here. That's right. That is the kind of quality content that you can hear on Believe in Angels with your boy Phil and Jim, your boys Phil and Jim. So, uh, anyway, there is our predictions. You've got them now. We'll see if we're right. I'm pretty sure I'm. I know I'm going to be wrong on at least a couple of them, but I'm feeling confident on some of my picks. Let's move on to this. We talked about who is going to win the divisions. Two weeks, or a week ago, a couple episodes ago, whatever. Um, and now, I think, Jim, let's do this. We'll take each division and include the two wild card spots, full World Series prediction. Jim, who do you have winning, making the playoffs from each division, earning the wild cards, and who do you've got going to the World Series and winning the World Series? If All we've right, gotten so that far. St- starting, in, starting in the East. Uh, I've got start, the Yankees winning the division. Let's uh, let's start with the NL, Jim, and then go to the AL. 
All right. Well, let's start with the with <laughs> with the NL then. Show prep. Okay, starting in starting in the West, I'm going to go with the Dodgers, and I don't even think it's going to be close to that division. I think the closest team is going to be minimum 15, 15 games back. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's it. I mean, can, do you see a team even being close in that division? Uh, maybe the Padres. Not not like like close enough to win the division, but close enough to make a little bit of noise. See with the Padres, you're hedging a lot on a young core, and I just, I just don't think it's at that level yet. I, 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 I have to see something before I can project them to be within ten games. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, yeah, going to the Central, I've got the St. Louis Cardinals winning that division and uh, coming out of the wild card. There, I think it's going to be a one game playoff between Cincinnati and another team that's going to be in the East. I have Atlanta winning that division with Washington taking a wild card, and then another team in the New York Mets that's going to get in there and have a one-game playoff with Cincinnati. Okay. Now, how about the AL? Uh, Over in the American League, I'll start where I was last time with the Yankees taking the East, Mm -hmm. followed by the Tampa Bay Rays snagging a wild card spot. Then I got Minnesota winning the Central, followed by Cleveland not getting a wild card spot because in the West I've got Houston winning the division and I've got Oakland snagging the last wild card spot there in the West. Okay. Okay. Um, so let me do mine real so, quick. So just, just to recap, I've right. got Atlanta, mm-hmm. Washington, followed by a one game playoff between Cincinnati and New York because the Cardinals winning the central and the Dodgers dominating the West. Uh-huh. I've got, Houston winning the West with Oakland taking a wild card spot, Minnesota winning the Central, and then New York and Tampa coming out of the East. Okay, here's what I've got. Well, and again, I'll start in the NL as well. Uh, the NL Central, I've got the Cincinnati Reds. I'm feeling confident about the additions they've made this offseason. I think they're going to make a nice little push for the division. Uh, in the NL West, I've got the Los Angeles Dodgers as well. Very, very talented team. You add Mookie Betts to an already super good team, you create an even better team. You've got the Atlanta Braves, in my opinion, winning the NL East. There's no real team there that I think is going to make a push for the division win, uh, but definitely could make a push for a wild card. My two wild card spots in the NL, the San Diego Padres. I think while they might have a little bit of a gap between themselves and L.A. for the number one spot, I think San Diego in the NL, kind of looking at the full scope, is better than a few of the teams. You are right, Jim. I am hedging my bets a little bit on some of this young talent, but... I'm feeling confident in the quality of young talent that they have that I genuinely feel like San Diego could find themselves in the wild card this season. I've also got the Philadelphia Phillies. Joe Girardi is going to square this team away and put them into the wild card. That'll give them a first-round matchup, I believe, against the uh, Los Angeles. The winner of that will play the Los Angeles Dodgers, who will probably get the number one spot. And then you've got the Braves and Reds battling it out uh, for the NL uh, title. Next, In the AL, in the AL Central, I've got the Chicago White Sox. I think the White Sox are going to be healthier. They're going to be really now. I do, yeah. I I think they're going to be a healthy team. The Indians right now are such a catastrophe. Are they going to trade Francisco Lindor? Are they going to trade Mike Clevenger? Are they going to trade Carlos Carrasco? It's too many what ifs going around in Cleveland for that team to really be good for Terry Francona to to make a good run at the playoffs. So I'm confident saying that the Chicago White Sox, the additions of, you've still got Yohan Moncada there, you've still got Tim Anderson, who did have a really, really good first half, 
and I think he can put something together for this season. You got Dylan Cease coming back. You've got Michael Fulmer. You've got a really good young core if of pitchers. You've also got the additions of Edwin Encarnacion, who is your prime DH, a guy who crushes home runs like nobody's business. And you've got a much better catching, excuse me, you've got a much better catcher in Yasmani Grandal, who can also play your DH if you want to get your sub. I think James McCann might be the backup there. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but those additions, right, those two additions, on top of this already good team, is going to make the White Sox very, very interesting. Luis Robert, who is a highly touted outfield prospect for the White Sox, might also find his way up to the Major League Club this year. I think the White Sox are going to surprise a lot of people out of the AL Central. Out of the AL East, I've got the New York Yankees. Obviously, they're the best team in the AL right now. Garrett Cole, again, much like Mookie Betts, you had a great player to a great team. You've got an even better team or whatever the hell I said. And the Yankees are probably the number one option to go to the World Series representing the AL. In the AL West, I've got the Astros. I hate to say it. I really do. Um, But if you go off of talent, I think them not losing any of their players, which is a travesty that that didn't happen. Uh, they should have a bunch of those guys should have been suspended, but I already went on that rant. Uh, I think Bust, I think Dusty Baker is going to give this team a nice manager to sort of rally around. A guy who's done it the right way for a very very long time, a three time uh, manager of the year is Dusty Baker. He's a phenomenal manager. I I love Dusty. I, I think I'm so happy he got another opportunity to manage because he's a phenomenal manager. And this might be his his only opportunity or maybe even his last opportunity to maybe win the World Series as a manager. And I think with however long he's with Houston, uh, he's going to help them to just sort of get back on track in in whatever way they can. Uh, I do want to put a slash next to my AL West prediction because I'm putting the Angels up there as well uh, for the AL West. Uh, I think if Houston, just the wheels really fall off of Houston, the Angels are the second best team in that division, in my opinion. I don't think the A's did a whole lot this offseason to really uh, help them. They just kind of did nothing. Uh, and I, I think the Angels are just slightly better than the the, the, Ast- uh, than the o- Oakland Athletics in that division. Uh, I also think the Angels still have a lot of time to make a move for a starting pitcher. Uh, but anyway... For the wild card for the AL, I've got the Minnesota Twins, who I agree, very, very good team, big-time power-hitting team, love their starting pitching rotation. They've been to the playoffs a few times already. I'm excited for the Minnesota Twins. My next pick is the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, I've already been sort of hyping up Tyler Glass now. I've already been hyping up Kevin Cash. I think this is the year the Rays are really close with the Yankees. Maybe about four, three to four games separate them in the AL West, or excuse me, the AL East for that division. But I think the Rays confidently find themselves in the wild card. They knock out the Twins. They find themselves in a first round matchup between the Yankees, and that game goes five. I think the Yankees end up winning, but the Rays are going to be an interesting team this year, along with the White Sox. So just to recap NL Central Reds, NL West Dodgers, NL East Braves, wild card Padres Phillies. For the AL, AL Central, White Sox, AL West, Astros, Slash Angels, AL East, Yankees, and the AL Wildcard, Twins and Rays. Jim, who are your World Series matchup? What is your World Series matchup? Well, I'm just going to go with the one that I want to see the most, and that's one we've been kind of robbed of seeing for a couple times now. And I want to see the Yankees, and I want to see the Dodgers. Give me East Coast versus West Coast. And let's just watch them battle it out. I mean, starting here preseason, we both said they're the most talented teams in their respective leagues. I just want, I just want to see them go at it, and I want to see seven games. 
I honestly could not agree more. I, I know it's kind of the obvious. It's it's sort of the obvious choice of um, of who's going to be in the World Series. And a lot of people are saying the Yankees-Dodgers. I'm on the same boat. I think they're the two best teams in the entire MLB right now. They've got the most talent. That World Series would for sure go to seven games. Uh I don't know who has the edge in that. At that point, it's good pitching versus good off, uh, good hitting, uh, and it's probably the most even World Series matchup we'd ever get. I kind of want to throw out a dark horse, though. I'd like to s- kind of throw my hat in the ring and say Braves Yankees is another possibility. Good young team. The Dodgers are a team that do struggle sometimes in the postseason, so they can be a little hit and miss with the confidence of Clayton Kershaw. Who knows how good Mookie Betts is going to be? He could be a lemon. Who knows? Um, yeah, man, this is going to be his first time really seeing National League pitching on a yeah. regular day basis, so it could it could mess with him. It really could, uh, and and I think the Braves are a solid team. I think it'll be Braves Dodgers in the AL uh, NLCS, and I think it'll be Yankees Ray or excuse me, uh, Yankees and uh, well, I want to say Rays, but they they in my scenario they match up first round, so I guess Yankees White Sox possibly or Yankees Rays depending on how things fall through, um, but. Uh, that those those would be my matchups for the ALCS and NLCS, and I I I confidently say Dodgers Yankees, but wouldn't be shocked if the Braves made it if it was Braves Yankees or or Braves someone else. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but I I'm confident with the uh, with the New York Yankees and the Los Angeles Dodgers for the World Series. Now I want to throw you a curveball like you threw me. Uh oh. Well, who do you have? And I don't want to harp on the negativity, but who do you have with the most losses this season? Because for me, bar none, it's, it's going to be Detroit. You talk about a team that is just in absolute free fall, and it's Detroit. Like if you look up, if you look up in the dictionary, free fall, you'll probably see some words describing it. But there'll be a picture in there somewhere. And if there's not, give me a call. I'll come down there and I'll draw the Detroit logo in a free fall or something like that for you. But I mean, that's just an organization that that needs anything. Um. I would probably say the Texas Rangers. Uh, The Rangers were looking like a solid, uh, constant winner of the AL West uh, at the end of the last decade. And they made it to -to back-to-back World Series and lost. And from there, they just fell apart. They never kept the team the same. They made some weird trades. They signed some free agents that didn't really work out. Uh, I just, I mean, they lost Josh Hamilton when he was doing really, really well. They got rid of Nelson Cruz. Uh, it's, it's a team that, like, on paper, you say, oh, they got Corey Kluber. They've got Joey Gallo. Wow, this is a really talented team. And then, for some reason, they just can't put it together. And if I, I guess I were to answer your question, I'd say the Tampa Bay, or the, uh, the, the Texas Rangers. Because I just, a team that had a lot of potential, in my opinion, just really didn't do anything. And a second place would be the Kansas City Royals. Another team that won the World Series, then the year after, they have done nothing since 2016 up until now they have not made the playoffs they have not had a winning season they have lost a lot of really really good players they have not retained a lot of really good players I don't really know how good their minor league system is currently I know they've got Bobby Witt Jr. who they drafted last year but he's like five years away from coming up the Kansas City Royals now managed by Mike Matheny good luck Mike because I don't know what is going on in Kansas City but good baseball is not it I'm just looking here at what I have for my win totals, and I have Kansas City at 65 wins, and I got Detroit at 54 wins. With that's going to be 108 losses, which I have as the absolute most in Major League Baseball. I, I just 
Yeah, the Tigers are bad. I, I'm hoping they despise me because I think that city needs a whole lot of success because Detroit has, has seen some dark days for a while. It has, and then you've got the the water issue, and Flint is still going on. I feel so bad for Michigan. Uh, I, I really, I genuinely do. Um, such a great state and city with a lot of rich history, and just you're right, Jim. They do need. I mean, the Pistons aren't doing that great right now. Michigan football might be losing their head coach. The Tigers are bad. Uh, I'm missing a, another sports team. Basketball, Lions. the Lions. Oh my God! You know the Lion. You know the uh, Detroit Tigers. or the uh, the who was it? Was it the Tigers that drafted the most uh, NFL MVPs or something like that? Yeah, the most Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. the Detroit Tigers. And they can't. They, they the Lions couldn't even get a taste of that. I mean, I like I like Matthew Stafford. I think Matthew Stafford is solid. And Matthew Stafford was holding up the city so much his back broke. I know. I feel I so and they lost Calvin Johnson. It was just like, oh my gosh. Everywhere you turn, it was like, come on, Detroit. They were in the World Series uh not too long ago, like what, it was 2007 or something like that, and they were really good at the end of the last decade, and then just blah, just nothing. And Make you know it. I think that's the cautionary tale that I want to say for all Dodger fans is just because you have a super team does not guarantee you anything because when the when the Tigers made that big deal with with the Marlins to bring in you know some guy named Cabrera, mm-hmm. what happened? Well, I mean, to be fair, the Miguel Cabrera trade did technically work out because he did have a few really good seasons. I think he won the Triple Crown a couple times, and they did go to the oh, World no, Series. It absolutely worked out, but yeah. I'm saying it does not guarantee you anything. Right? No, and that's true. It really doesn't. I mean, the additions of Garrett Cole and and Mookie Betts. I mean, they could. The Dodgers and Yankees could still lose the World Series. You never know. Uh, but with that, those are our predictions for the season. Maybe we'll, I'll try to come back to this episode at the end of the year and try to see who was right and who was wrong. Uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe all of our picks will be correct. I guess that's not possible because you and I picked a few different people in a few different categories. I think the only thing we agreed on was Mackenzie Gore, which is good content for everyone, and that is what you get here on Believe in Angels. Jim, where can people find you? They can find me everywhere across social media at Sir James Radio. I am on Twitter at intern underscore Phil. Go ahead and tweet at Jim and I. Questions or anything you want to throw at us, we'd be happy to answer. We want to get some more fan engagement on this show. We've got a lot of great shows on this network. We've added a million different shows. I mean, really, we cover a whole lot of topics. So uh, genuinely, if there is something that you think somebody would be interested in, I'm pretty sure we've got a show about it. Uh, if you enjoy the show, you please. have a Bachelor show? We do have a Bachelor show, yes. Oh, I was just throwing out random shows. I, I need to listen to that because I'm, yeah. I'm behind on The Bachelor. We, I've, I don't watch The Bachelor. But, yeah, we do have a Bachelor. I think we have two Bachelor shows, actually. What? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But, I guess what you're saying is you believe so? Uh, I believe so. Uh, I do. Yeah. And on that terrible joke, if you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Luminary, Google Play. Tune in. You can find us at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. The social medias for the network is at Believe Podcasts. Uh, if you're interested in, in advertising in the show, please contact Believe at BLEAV.com. Again, contact Jim at Sir James Radio. And me at intern underscore Phil. We'll be back next week. I'm going to spring training this weekend. I'm excited. And I will talk about that next week. And also, the conversation I had with Cole Calhoun will all be discussed next week on this show. Jim, say bye. My dog, Trixie, thought my joke was funny. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.